Hello and welcome to the Medical Humanities Podcast, the official podcast of BMJ's Medical Humanities Journal. We invite you to listen in and join the conversation from academic discussions happening in our journal to interviews with filmmakers and artists and global perspectives on health and medicine from around the world. Stay up to date with public discussions that matter to medicine and to the humanities because life happens at the intersections. Hello and welcome to this um, new podcast edition uh, from the Cinema Made in Italy 2019 celebration of Italian cinema in London. I'm very pleased and honoured to have here with me Miss Valeria Golino, multi-talented, award-winning actress, scriptwriter, director and singer. Uh, This is Khalid Ali, the film and media um, correspondent for Medical Humanities Journal. Um, Valeria, it's great to have you here in London with your beautiful film, Euphoria. Um, I'm very intrigued by your choice. This is your second feature film, uh, the story, the background. So tell us a bit about the story to the listeners who have not been fortunate enough to watch your film and the reasons why you wanted to tell this particular story. The story, if I would have to say it in very, very few words, is a very simple story of uh, two brothers. Uh, Two brothers who are, uh, it's almost a biblical story, but it's actually not. I wanted to play with the archetypes and try not to make a cliché out of it. Um, It's about uh, two human beings who uh, share uh, their childhood and their blood because they are brothers brothers so which is a very very strong uh, relationship but at the same time as they have become adults they've become two very different human beings with uh, different different ways of living different uh, uh, even mentality and um, they have become not as estranged, not exactly estranged, but just distant. And uh, a dramatic event, which is the the illness of the older brother, uh, will bring them together again. And uh, through this, you know, uh, time that they spent together, I wanted to talk uh, about not only about them, about us about the now, about this right moment, historical moment, uh, and about uh, things that I actually, if I have to be honest, this is based on a, on a real story. It's something that was happening very next to me, to a very good friend of mine. And so I took that idea and then I made it into the movie that you, you've seen. Yes, it's a beautiful film. I'm intrigued by the title, Euphoria. Uh, the two brothers are brought together by one of them having a serious diagnosis, a serious illness, a brain tumor. So euphoria, you honed or you explored the aspects that contribute to our, our well-being at a very vulnerable and very difficult and challenging time of such a serious illness. So where does the euphoria come? Well, euphoria, you know, is an unexplained uh phenomenon which is not exactly joy uh, or happiness is something more uh, intangible that sometimes doesn't even have a reason to be Uh, it's like a parenthesis that comes suddenly 
where you don't have to worry and you don't care, you're not afraid, you're uh, just um, uh, elated. Uh, it doesn't last long usually and sometimes it's not even natural, sometimes it's induced yeah. by, for example, drugs. Uh, or there is uh, certain human beings that naturally have, uh, they are prone to be euphoric. Uh, or a situation that could be dramatic but instead makes you laugh. Uh, you know how life is. Sometimes we should be sad but we're laughing. Um, I wanted to, the movie to have all these tones, I wanted to talk about something very serious, but on the surface to be like an allegretto, you know, in music, uh, to be lifted. I would like to still to ask you about uh, Euphoria, about the two brothers, one of them withholding the real diagnosis. You handled that beautifully in the sense that you did not judge the brother for not Uh, breaking the news with his uh, younger, with his older brother and the family, uh, you were non-judgmental at all, and, and I really connected with that. There's, uh, you, lo- it was very obvious that you loved the characters and you love your actors too. So tell us about that particular decision to portray this challenging decision, uh, which has lots of ethical and moral uh, dimensions. Yes, of course, that was my main interest, uh, the ethical problem about what is right and what is wrong and how you can make something that is a mistake maybe, but by, by doing this mistake, you avoid something that is too painful, even if it's not ethically right. Uh, it doesn't mean that you did the right thing, but maybe you did what you had to do. Yes in that moment, what you felt, it was your, I think it comes from a magnanimous, from a magnanimous feeling that doesn't necessarily make you do, make you do the right thing. Uh, my main character makes a lot of mistakes, but what it, where it comes from, I can relate to. I relate to that uh, pietas, empathy in the biggest in yes. the biggest sense of the, yes. for the other human beings. You also have to know that in Italy mm. is not illegal to lie to the patient. Uh, yes. While in, in England it is, I think, and in America definitely. <laughs> yes. uh, in Anglo-Saxon countries it is. Yes. You cannot lie to the patient anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe you, sh- you did, but not anymore for a long time. Mm. While in Italy and in France, Uh, maybe Spain and other Catholic countries, you can still have the responsibility of the information and not tell uh, if you are a, a relative or a parent mm-hmm. and, and not tell the patient. So, Which is very interesting because actually uh, doctors and healthcare professionals in, in the UK uh, should watch your film, I think, because it opens a different language between patients and families and doctors. So. I would like now to move to your first uh, feature uh, film as a director. Again, the uh, Miel or Honey, it again deals with uh, assisted suicide. You seem to be very interested in the times around death and dying. So tell us about your choice there. Well, that was another, uh, another thing that I find extremely interesting ethically, and that uh, is, is part of our time, and it's about it people who decide that want to, to die and what kind of an incredibly 
serious decision and painful decision that can be, and how it's uh, treated by the states, how it's treated by by legal bureaucracy, how it's how each time is. Again, the ethical problem to me is it's about death, which is something that is about all of us. It's part of life. Mm-hmm. It's not against life. Uh, and how we uh, avoid thinking about it. We talk in movies about death. We show death all the time. We show violent death all the time. It's almost a way to exercise it, you know. We see people getting killed in the most gruesome ways, but then yet we don't analyze it or we don't, like the idea of death is too scandalous to talk about it. But while we see death all the time without thinking about it. I mean, it's it's something that that interests me also because it's one of the great mysteries still for us. Yet, you know, there's not many mysteries left. Sure, but you chose a a story of uh, a nurse who goes, uh, first she starts as a professional, she's doing this a job to assist people ending their lives illegally. But you do not judge her. Again, again, you try to understand what's happening in that relationship at that difficult time. Of course, I mean, she's my heroine. She's my, she's uh, somebody who thinks that she's doing the right thing. Helping somebody who is too much in pain or too sick to wanting to keep living and but doesn't have from the state the permission to do it. So she, it's, an, it's a ideological what she does, but then she finds herself in a very strange situation because a, an older man, uh, who wants to be helped to die is not sick. No. He's just depressed. Mm-hmm. And so that's another ethical problem. Mm-hmm. When is uh, right to want to die and when is not right to want to die? Where is the, uh, the, boundaries. the boundaries? The boundaries. But you chose a very interesting title, uh, Miel or Honey. So you, you managed to find the, the beauty in such... Uh, dark times? Well, I do think, I mean, the Miele is also the name that she gives herself. It's a code name that she yeah. gives herself to when she goes uh, to help people die. Also, if you see that when we talk about my movies, you would think that they're very, very heavy, that mm. they're very, very uh, heavy, heavy, heavily handed. While to me, the lifted part of the story is the most important. Death, for me, it's also a pretext to talk about life. I think I, I try to make very vital movies. I try to. I don't know if they are, but to me, they, that's what they want to be. Indeed, they are, and, and they really uh, connect. Uh, as a viewer, I've seen those uh, two films, and I really related to them, connected to them, see, reflecting on my experiences with some of my patients. Thank you very much, Valerio. Thank you for listening to the Medical Humanities Podcast. Stay in touch by reading the journal or our blog online. Just follow the links in the episode description. We're also on Twitter at medhums underscore BMJ or find us on Facebook. Facebook.